almost opened up with my Peacock impression, but I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for a few minutes because had I just opened up with it, I yeah, we think, might, yeah, we might not have them by 9:15. Well, I, you would have thought that I was having a heart attack or a stroke or something, and people driving mm-hmm. around the streets of Los Angeles would have had accidents because peacocks make the world's worst noise, and I can do it perfectly. And I'm going to hit you with it at some point today. Are you ready for that? Well, first of all, no, absolutely <laughs> not ready for that. Uh, that's number one. Number two, how many people do you think are driving around saying, uh, Sliwa, Trav, enough of this Dodger and Laker talk. Who cares what happens to the Clippers? Tell me what's going on with this peacock situation. <laughs> it, well, they're they're everywhere. They always have been, but apparently the vid has helped them thrive. Yeah, they're thriving they're, now. <laughs> there are less people out there. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, I'm looking at you on our Zoom call here, Slee, yep. and you yep. are not in your yellow, orange, or purple, or red T-shirt. Are you not getting ready for this? What's, what's your deal? I thought that you're all in on um, Jazz Nation stunt casting. Yeah. Up on Jazz Nation. Here's the thing, Trav. There's, there's kind of uh, there's a group of us, um, and we kind of have a theme of how we do it. We don't we we don't rock the gear until afternoon, right? You can't do it oh. in the morning. Um, there's a lot there's a lot that kind of goes into it. So <laughs> I hate to I don't want to get into all the details here, but Jazz Nation tonight tip off at what time is that game at? Seven times o'clock. Eight. Seven o'clock. Jazz Nation tonight. Jazz Nation. <laughs> I love that you're that guy. I love that you're the guy. That a nine-year-old, yeah, a nine-year-old kid. Right, right. That I just, I, my team is out. Therefore, I want everyone else's team to be out too and miserable. That I have no affiliation with the Jazz there, but I want them to win because I don't want anyone else to share in the good times. I like Joe, that about you. Joe Ingles is my third favorite player in the league. LeBron, <laughs> Anthony Davis, and Joe Ingles. <laughs> what was the line yesterday from the Twitter uh, that hate is healing? <laughs> Unbelievable! You, you, you fully that, embrace that. I like that, that guy. That guy hits you on Twitter, basically saying, "Hey, can we go back to Paul George? Don't be too nice to him. I need this. I need this." That guy. It was like therapy for the dude. Absolutely. How you feeling this morning? I, you're kind of entering a new phase of your um, your broadcast career here, where you're not on at night. You don't yeah. have to go back to the studio later in the day. And I'm not going to lie, you look pretty fresh. You look like you're ready to go. Here's the reality. The reality is, um, I think you asked me kind of a similar question yesterday. Was was like the first full day of no, you know, there was no Lakers talk Done with either. Your day at eleven o'clock. Right. There was no Lakers talk either. So I, I got a, I felt like I got a lot done, and then I looked at the clock. I'm like. It's 4 p.m. Like, what do I do here? At, at Suns and uh, the Phoenix game wasn't going to start. Suns Denver wasn't going to start till 6:30. I'm like, what the hell is? How does this work here? You know what happened? Actually, the opposite happened yesterday. Mm. I I got into bed. It was like 10 o'clock. I'm like, oh, we're just going to get a, a good amount of sleep. I just kind of sat there for a good 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go watch some TV, and then just ended up watching TV and eating late at night. Let me just let me just put this in there. You do you. I'm not trying to bully you into anything. I'm just going to give you all of your options. That when you we're done at eleven, yeah. There's you you and I. You'll typically you know have a conversation after the show, of 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is. Yep. And then you know let, let's just say let's just for round numbers say that you're done at noon. Okay. Day drinking. I would suggest that you. I thought about really, that yesterday. Really no, get I, into I the definitely habit thought about that yesterday. <laughs> of every day around twelve, twelve thirty, just knock back six or seven beers. Just just see what happens. <laughs> Just, just, just see how that affects your life and your career. I think that that would be a really strong play on your half. 
Uh, Slee was hungover every morning <laughs> in the offseason. Every no, morning see, that's hungover. a hungover game, uh, show. That's the beauty of day drinking. If you if you start at noon Early and, you enough. Shut, and you shut it down by, that's say, right. 6 or 7, you're fine. You're fresh by 6 a.m. <laughs> That's right. You just uh, I, I'm I'm here to help you, Slee. I'm here to make sure I appreciate that you that. get what you need to. All right, um, let's start with what we were talking about a minute ago. The, yeah. the, the Clippers. Um, I, I I'll tell you right now. I think the season is on the line tonight. I, I think that this goes one of two ways. If the Clippers lose again tonight, they're not going to come back from an 0-2 hole like they did last time. For all the op- for, for the reasons that we saw, they're not the home team. They're going to have to find a way to win a game in Utah at some point, and these are their best opportunities. No Mike Conley. They had a 13-point lead at the half of that game. They, they were in Why was that brush? Why was that brush so calmly and quietly that, oh, no, Clippers are good, they're fine? By the way, I, I mean, if you said, hey, you got to pick one of these two teams tonight, I would tell you that I think the Clippers will win tonight and they will mm-hmm. tie the series. But with that being said, I, I kind of found that so confusing yesterday. Right, the reaction of people about the Clippers' loss. I, I heard this on, on a, a couple different times that, oh, no, no, that was a good loss. What does that mean? Like, Help me understand what that means, especially in the Clippers' situation where um, they were expected to win game one without Mike Conley, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? Well, I think it's always difficult when you're on the road. I, I don't know if you're ever favored necessarily. Certainly, Or maybe because you were up 13 or yeah, at, at some of that. Put it to this way. At the half, without Mike Conley and with a 13-point lead, they certainly were favored. I, I want to go back to something you said a second ago. The good luck. There is no such thing in the playoffs. There, it's it's too sure. There is such a thing as a good loss, or at least a productive loss during the regular season. You get some production from a guy maybe you didn't see, or you find something a rotation piece that maybe you didn't sure. think was going to work. There were that that exists. But in the playoffs, you can only afford to lose three of these games. You can't have a one of them be a good one, right? Hey, hey, we're down 0-1. We're our season's on the brink coming up in two days, but. Good loss, guys. Way to go. We really showed them that we know how to lose productively. That's that, not what this is in the playoffs. Is, is that an expectation? I mean, is that – It absolutely uh, is. And, and that's why I'm asking because Lakers lost game one against the Suns. Did anybody say that was a good loss? Right. Was there anybody sitting back and saying, oh, no, this is – hey, you got something to build off of this? No, no, you don't really what, – what are you building off of? By the way, it's kind of a similar situation too. When I say that, all I'm talking about is um, – Suns were obviously the home team. Utah's a home team on the Clippers. But the the conversation for the next 48 hours when the Lakers lost game one, people were relentless on the Lakers, myself included. Hey, where's Anthony Davis? What are they doing? Is Are we seeing – is LeBron going to step up when he needs to? Where are the role players? I felt like a lot of the conversation yesterday about the Clippers. And, Travis, is this an expectation thing? The expectation is different for the Clippers and the Lakers. Is it that simple? Yeah, it is. Because the Clippers escaping a first-round calamity was looked at as a victory. The Lakers losing in the first round on the heels of winning a championship a year ago was looked at as a disaster. And and I would think that it probably was. If you're the defending champs and you go out in the first round the next year, that's nothing to that, – that's bad season. And the Lakers are, like we've talked about before, one of a handful of teams in all professional sports where it's, it's binary. It's either it's a good season, you won the championship, or it's a bad season. That, that's, that's their bar. And, it's, and that's what especially, especially where they are, right? Because, yeah. I mean, I know, and we heard this a lot back in like the 2016 and the 70s. Well, Lakers, uh, you know, it's championship or nothing. No, it's not because it's not realistic, this team was obviously realistic, right? Yeah, right. no, they, they're they're capable of doing it. We just mm-hmm. saw it be done. So to go back to the Clippers for a second, I don't know why the conversation has changed. 
that if you go back to 2 to the Dallas Mavericks or even 3-3 going into the game seven against the yep. Dallas Mavericks, mm-hmm. the conversation was if the Clippers lose here, what the hell are they going to do? Do, do? Does Kawhi decide to leave? They just fired the coach. They just brought – you know, Doc Rivers is gone and Ty Lue is in. You can't really make a coaching change. You don't have any picks to go out and try to find somebody in the draft because you gave them all away to go get Paul George. You're out in the first round. Now what? So that was the conversation at that point. They managed to escape. Fine. Why is it any different right now? I don't understand why getting exactly where you were a year ago and losing to the exact same spot – I mean, different team, obviously. It's not Dallas – or excuse me, it's not Denver again. It's Utah – but why would be being out in the second round being, hey, you know, we're, we're on the right track? Why? It's the exact same movie I, all over again with a bad ending. And I, I don't think – I think if that story plays out, first of all, um, then I'm going to jazz road games. Like now I'm, I'm, now I'm even – I've got to put my credential in for, uh, for jazz clippers at Staples Center. Um, but if that scenario played out, I do think, Trav, I do think the media would definitely – and fan bases – I think they turn on the Clippers. I think there would be a lot more of a conversation of this is a fail. Uh, your organization is failing. You cannot go out. And me- remember the expectation. Remember when Paul George and Kawhi happened together, right? Mm-hmm. Remember when that just happened? That shook the NBA. I mean, that shook the NBA. And the expectations were done with this whole, well, they've never been past the second round. No, the expectations became that's the favorite to win an NBA championship. That's one of two or three teams that have a shot of winning an NBA chip. Them and the Lakers are the two teams that are going to battle each other. How crazy is that? They'll still have never battled each other in the playoffs. I know. Those are the two teams that are going to cross paths to win in it or to, to fight for an NBA championship. So I, I actually do feel if, if they lost to Utah, and I'm going to make this case, and everybody knows how big of a Laker fan I am, but it, just let's be Not real as much on this. As the Jazz, but go ahead. Well, Jazz, listen, there's a lot of history there between. <laughs> My dad from the Middle East to Salt Lake. That's that's where we that's where we went first. <laughs> Big hey Middle guys, Eastern up, community in Salt let's, Lake let's City. Let's touch up Salt Lake City first. That's that, that's going to be our first stop. The Sliwa clan is moving to Salt Lake. Uh, love Provo. Um, yeah, it's a great spot. Okay, so what what I was saying, uh, Trav, I I think ultimately at the end of the day for the Clippers. The West is wide open for them. If you said right now and you got to pick one team you think is going to come out of the Western Conference, shouldn't it be the Clippers? Shouldn't it be? You know, it's it's a good question. Sally. Health is there. Talent is there. Mm-hmm. Experience is there. There's champions on that roster. Isn't it the Clippers? I, I if, think if they don't get to the finals, isn't it a disappointing season for them? I think that that's a really good question. I think that that's a good answer. But no, I don't think it is because the Clippers stink doesn't wash off that easy. It doesn't wash off as easy as, okay, you dodged a bullet with the Mavericks. I watched Phoenix last night. They're damn good. Mm-hmm. They're they're really, really good. And, no, and they're, I, clicking. I'll, they're clicking. They're clicking. And pro right now, they're much that, better than I thought they were. And that Chris, Paul, that Chris Paul that we didn't even really get in the first round because he was he injured, was now he's starting to look like Chris Paul again. Um, so, so, so you think you, you compared to the field in the Western Conference, you don't see Clippers get to the finals? I, I think the only team I see in the West right now that I would say there's no chance they get to the finals is Denver. 
Den- sure. Denver is the one team of the four remaining. They say no. If the Clippers got there, I wouldn't be stunned. If the Jazz got there, not at all. If Phoenix got there, not at all. So I don't know if the Clippers are in any better spot. They're in a worse spot now because they're in an 0-1 hole. They're going to be in an, an impossible spot if they get into an 0-2 hole. And I get what we're going to do. I get what the fans are going to do. I understand the reaction will be, ah, there go the Clippers again, right? And I know that the Clipper fan reaction will be, yeah, well, at least they got farther than the Lakers, which that tells you all you need to know about them. If that's how they live, oh, the Lakers went out before us. Yeah, they did. Well, they did. Don't, that's fine, but that that's stupid. Well, but, don't make those comparisons because look what I'm doing my my pettiness of cheering for the Jazz. So no, let, let's not hold healing. anybody to standards hate right now. is healing. Don't forget That's right. that. That's right. My question isn't what about the fans and the media. It's what does the organization do? What, what mm-hmm. do you do if you're Steve Ballmer, if you're Ty Lue, and you're looking at your team saying, okay, what this doesn't work. We, we, we've had two really good opportunities. They had a good opportunity last year, blew a 3-1 lead. They had a good opportunity this year where the best team in the West got and knocked out the in the first Lakers round. And the Lakers are out. That's it. Right. That's right. They got knocked out in the first round. The deck has been cleared for us to make a run. We're out in the exact same spot we were before. What do you do? Do you do what they did before, which is, eh, run it back. DeAndre, Blake, and Chris, run it back. Let's see what happens. And you just keep running into the same brick wall at the same spot over and over and over again? Hmm. Or do you do something drastic? That's actually a good way to put it. I never really thought about that. If you look back at those Clippers with Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin, um, if that team – which team would you say, if you're comparing the two rosters and the two times of when one team was winning, when the other team was winning, which roster would have, you know, obviously the better chance to – which roster would have been more disappointing if they didn't just get to the Western Conference Finals, right? This one. I this think this one, one too. No question about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think this one, too. I think this is this is the chance. So when you say, what do they do as an organization, some of it they don't control. A big piece of it they don't control. What does Kawhi do? Right? If you're, if you're Kawhi Leonard and you come into this offseason and you're 0 for 2 with the Clippers and you haven't even got past the second round in both of those years – you know what's going to happen next year, Trav? Mm. Warriors are going to get better. That competition is going to be better. Utah's not going to get any worse. Uh, Dallas, Dallas is only going to get better. Phoenix is going to get better. Lakers are going to get healthier. The West isn't going to get any easier. So I don't, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting question because Kawhi chose the Clippers over the Lakers, and he had his reasons for it. Is what it is. All good. This is you know you choose kind of your own path. Um, but a lot of this, I think, is going to fall on the back of Kawhi Leonard. I think the Clippers, if they get, if they don't get past the second round, I do think they roll the ball back out again and, and give it another shot. All right. I'm considering giving you my Peacock impression in next. Considering it. No guarantees. But I'm at mm-hmm. least going to give it some serious consideration. And Pat Riley said something about LeBron that cost him a little bit of money. That's not the part that interests me. What interests me is what is the meaning behind all of it? We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. So I don't think I'm ready, Slee. I, well, m- more to the point. I don't Is this think- your song, by the way? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I don't know what this is. I just feel like you go 
go for a quick drive, go get Starbucks or something. I feel like this song always comes on for you. Windows are down. You got one of your arms just hanging out, and kind of the seat is kind Bobbing of in his head. Yeah, just kind of seat folding back a little bit. Pot it up a little bit, Taylor, so I can hear it. And I feel like you have a huge, a huge decal in the back of your car that just says, it just says nine four nine. Am I right? Am I right or wrong? Yeah, you must have seen me going down the down the road, going down Crown Valley uh, Boulevard, Parkway. Lowered Honda Civic. Yep, that's with, me. With that's me. tinted windows that you always get pulled over for. Flat brim hat, slightly askew, right? That's my that's my deal. Huge you spoiler know, guy. You know, exactly. Yeah, spoiler. I like to rev my engine at all the red lights. I like. I, I like. Can to someone explain? By the way, can someone explain that whole world to me? Say that again, Slee. Can someone explain that whole world to me? I I can't. I'm sure somebody can. I can't do it. What the <laughs> Fast and Furious world? The Fast and Furious world. Yeah, I, I, I never I understood. I that never one. understood it too, man. They go out every Thursday night to some secluded places and they do these street races. I don't know what's going on there. It's so yeah, I don't understand. Okay. It. Okay, I'm going to give it a shot. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Here's the Straight Talk sleep. Mm-hmm. When I do go get a coffee or, or something, you know, just a, a quick little errand or something, and yeah. it's a nice day. Like yesterday, for instance, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful Can't beat the day. weather right now. Can't no, beat the weather no, right now. It's perfect. This, this is when you go outside today. And when you go outside in, like, January and February and it's perfect like it is, that's why we live and that's why it's expensive and all of those things. Yeah. But so yesterday I, I kind of I had to drop my son off at baseball and then I had to put gas in the car. So it's a nice day, right? So I rolled down the windows, have the radio on. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And I have the radio on, not loud because I'm old and that's not my jam, but loud enough to where when I pulled up to the red light next to another car that had its window down, I was worried that they were going to hear what I was listening to, and I didn't want to have turn to go down. through that, so I turned it turn down, down a little more. That's my man. I turned That's it down. Man right I there. did. I did have this my. That's why we get along. Up in the in the window, like <laughs> so, I have my elbow on the window or the door frame, and I'm t- kind of holding onto the roof of the car, kind of like that, right? And I'm like, this looks ridiculous. So I very quickly pulled my arm back into the car and sat there and looked straight ahead. I'm that guy. I am so wildly self conscious in those moments. I, I hate it so, so much. So with all that said, you still always have so I'm I'm sure you were in flip flops yesterday. You yes. always have your left foot out <laughs> out the window. Yeah. You have your left yeah, foot no, out the I'm... window. And then oh. you know, just kinda of take it from there. What, what I don't... Could, could, Dad, you drive really slow. <laughs> I said, Well, yeah, I mean, as my insurance rates we're talking about here. This is the point in my life that we've entered. That's I'm awesome. not worried about music and looking good. I'm worried about, you know, if I, if I drive slow, it's less likely to get in an accident, which means I'm more likely to uh, have a nice insurance rate. I'm it's waiting the, for you to waiting for you, waiting for you to yell at him. Have you seen it? Insurance is skyrocketing. What, what, what are you talking about? You, kid? you think these premiums pay themselves? <laughs> All right. Um, a kid have I raised. <laughs> Pat Riley said something about LeBron in an interview that was – I'll give you the quote was, you know, I'll leave a key under the mat for him. If he ever wants yeah. to come back, I'll leave a key under the mat. He gets fined, what was it, twenty five grand for tampering. Or whatever, I would call it ridiculous. an investment. I would call it an investment. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what that was. That's a good way of looking at it. But it, it made me think, LeBron James is not going back to Miami, at least not anytime soon. Yep. And they left on less than perfect terms, so I'm sure this is an attempt at bridge building more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So that that's off to the side. What interests me is how much more 
because because when he said it, I started thinking, okay, how how many more years does LeBron have as LeBron James? How many more years does when the season starts? We all kind of understand that LeBron's the best player. It was he was last year up until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. When the season started, we were okay. Let's see, coming off a championship, MVP of the finals. Let's let's see. This is year number seventeen. By the way, we've been playing. Old. We've been playing this game for a few years, right? I, even we've even been, his first year coming to the Lakers, people are like, bro. It's done. LeBron's not going to do that much. He's here for Hollywood. Space Jam's coming. All that stuff. That conversation's been going on since 20... What year did he come? Three years ago, so 2018. 2018, right? Yeah. So, if that's what's taking place then... And by the way, even then, it wasn't a ridiculous conversation. It it turns out it was wrong, but it wasn't... If you would have said at that point, look, LeBron's best years are in the rearview mirror. He's still going to be effective, Mm -hmm. but he's not going to be LeBron. Eh, Wrong championship MVP of the finals and was on an MVP course last year until a random guy slides in and sprains his ankle. Sure. Sure. Right. Just, and it, this wasn't a non-contact injury. This wasn't where he went to explode. No. And his Achilles blew out. What this was a loose ball, a player kind of, you know, a lot of people said that, that was a reckless. Uh, reckless is the right word. Reckless to then take LeBron James off course of where he was. Right. So, the question I started thinking about with the Riley comments is how many more years can we genuinely expect LeBron James to be LeBron James? Because we're getting to that point where it's, it's, it's already unprecedented. We're already at a point where a man past his mid-30s is still the best player in the league, where we still expect him to fix everything just by being that good of a player. Sure. How many more years of that can you reasonably expect? Because I'll tell you what, this is going to sound ridiculous. I think he's got a lot more left in the tank. Hmm. because he was that dude right up until he got hurt. Had he blown it out on a non-contact, I'd change my tune. Had he been able to go into the offseason and rehab and come back and then didn't look right again, I'd change my tune. But this is an accident. This wasn't an injury that just popped up. I still think at the beginning of next season, that LeBron James is on the very short list of best players in the league and a guy that if you had to play one more season would still be one of the top two or three guys taken off the board. You know what I've, uh, Trav, the last couple of years, first two years Anthony Davis has been here. So Lakers make the trade for AD. And I started talking about how I want to see AD be the best player on the team. Not that I thought Anthony Davis was the best player, but if he becomes the best player on the team, I've done this two years in a row and I was 0 for 2, okay? That if he becomes the best player on the team, then LeBron James can kind of pace himself. LBJ can do what he does in the regular season, dish out 10, 12 dimes a game, kind of control games, but he doesn't have to do it on pure athleticism, having to get to the basket every possession. We're complaining that he's not taking enough shots in the paint. Where's his defense? No, no. Let LeBron kind of ease his way to where we get into the playoffs, and then LeBron can kind of start taking over and do what he does. I was 0 for 2. LeBron's been the best player on the Lakers the first two years. Anthony Davis has been here. Uh, More reliable, controls the game. When he comes out, everything just kind of explodes. I'm not not 100% sure what we got coming up with LeBron. I don't. Um, I, I think for the first time, I'm kind of asking myself, okay, this will be his 19th season like you mentioned. The expectations aren't going to get any easier. The Western Conference is only going to get better. I think my bigger question has less to do with LeBron. It has more to do with, is Anthony Davis going to take that next step? When does AD, when does Anthony Davis, I don't know if take over the team is the right thing, but can you, when does he become on par with LeBron James? Never. 
Never. Well, no, it's going to happen at some point because LeBron will. No, no, no. Oh, that, no. So okay, that, as, that as LeBron declines, yes, I thought yes. you meant is he going to get to that level and be no. able to be the guy that carries that kind but of just weight. on that barometer. If, yeah. if AD is still up or or peaking or whatever, at, at some point LeBron's okay. going to have but to start going down. That's a different conversation and 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 a good one, but. Anthony Davis is exactly what you've gotten through the first 10 years of his con- of his career. Which is an amazing player. Which is an amazing player, an NBA champion, and a guy that you absolutely positively want on your team. What he is not is the guy that says, I'll do it myself, get out of the way. Not without LeBron standing close by. We, but can't, but can't, can't, LeBron, can't LeBron stand close by? Let me use next year as an example. Can't LeBron stand close by? Hey, I'm here if you need me. And AD kind of over time say, I-, I know you're there, but I have to make it happen. There's only so much we can ask you to do. That's always been my question with Anthony Davis. I feel I felt like that was going to happen at some point over the last two years. And it's not that AD. Listen, that championship run the Lakers had, uh, Anthony Davis was incredible. He was amazing. But the best player on the floor has always been LeBron James. So LeBron's got two years left on his contract. Will next year be that year that you start to see, like you were mentioning, you don't think it is because the way LeBron James ended this year, it wasn't just because LeBron James wasn't LBJ. He was coming off an injury that if if the injury happened in January, they probably would have held him out much longer so he can get back to full uh, full health. They never had that opportunity. Remember, they tried bringing him back. Then you had to. Then he was out for six more games. Then you only had two more games left before playoffs. To throw him in there, and then you were in the postseason against the Suns. The gladiator quote that he dropped the other day, I think, is meaningful, right? Because I, I think it demonstrates his mindset. I think it demonstrates the ability because there comes a point where every athlete wants to but can't, hmm. right? They, they, I had an old coach that used to say, you know, the, the mind is willing but the flesh is weak. In other words, you know what to do. You know how to do it. But when it comes time to pull the trigger, your body just says, nah, can't. Can't do it anymore. The, the, the mind is saying, go, 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 go. And you're like, no, nah, I can't get by this guy. Hmm. It's just it, it happens to everybody. But LeBron's quote right there leads me to believe that he knows that it's still there, that he knows he can still do it. And I long ago got out of the business of thinking that LeBron was going to hit the wall. I, I, I know it's going to happen eventually. I just don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. And what I mean by that is the next year or two. And they already got a chip. They already have a championship. They already have one of these things in their back pocket. So the move to get LeBron, the move to get Anthony Davis, has already paid dividends. Unlike the Clippers, who made these moves, and they're exactly where they were before. Hmm. They're, they're there in was, a much different place. There was, uh, there was a good article uh, Funch just sent over on uh, Yahoo Sports. I'll find who exactly uh, wrote it. But um, it's kind of breaking down, right, what the Lakers can do this offseason. And, and uh, listen, this is a major question for what the Lakers can do this offseason because they'll be restricted in, in some shape, way, or form. We know that Dennis Schroeder, Wesley Matthews, Montrez Harrell, Andre Drummond, Alex Caruso, there are a number of players that can go find different opportunities this upcoming season or this uh, in this offseason. We know THT is restricted. I really think this, Trav, and I said this earlier, and there were a couple names that came up in this article um, that I think this has got to be the priority for the Lakers. I get the whole you got to find as many role players as you can. This is uh, Ben Rohrbach who's, uh, uh, who wrote the article. I get the whole you know, got to try to find role players and as many role players as you can get could be helpful, blah, 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 all that stuff. At the end of the day, Trav, because of the way we describe LeBron James, the way we've described Anthony Davis, I think they got to be more top-heavy. 
You know, I, I think I'd rather have a vet that's been in the league for 12 years than, and it kind of has that championship run than two or three players that you think are talented but have not had that run before. The guys like the DeMar DeRozans, the Kyle Lowry's, it's going to take a lot to figure out how to make it happen. But I think that's the stage Lakers are in. Part of it is because where LeBron James is in his career. All right, so that's LeBron. Let's get to the more important things. Let's talk some peacocks and what's happening in Arcadia and Pasadena and San Marino. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Cannot wait for Ask Slee coming up tomorrow. I don't know if you saw that. kind of pre-promoted already. Yeah. Well, you sent out your tweet saying what we're going to talk about, and that's fine. That's important. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. But I just wanted to make sure everybody know that Ashley is coming up tomorrow. That's, that's was, the most important. I was dying laughing yesterday. Uh, we were doing Ashley, and we got a couple of pretty funny tweets. A dude literally ate an apple to the core <laughs> and then sent us a picture and said, this is when you know it's the over. apple is done. Your response to him was two more bites. <laughs> yeah. A core is a two-bite snack. Top half, bottom half. Maybe you don't have to eat the stem. You can pull the stem off. The stem's kind of gross, but the rest gonna, of it, power through it. You going to finish that? The 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 best uh, – we need this combination. You getting in an Uber, front seat, the Uber driver's eating an apple, and then you telling the Uber driver, let me get the rest of that. Let me show you how this works. Wasting food. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Speaking of some tweets, Slee, um, yeah. let me read a couple of these because they're good. And don't forget, all of you that are listening right now, this is an important part of the show. At Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa. Send them whenever you want. We'll read as Hit us with some tweets. As we can. Francis in Glendale. Anthony Davis will tape, take the next step next season. And then Wentz, grab his leg and limp away. <laughs> See, that's the, again, funny, mean, and oddly accurate. You know what I mean? That, that, that's the part that makes you go, yeah, that's really funny, but my, oh, my. That's shut everybody up, AD. On. Just shut everybody up. <laughs> that would be the best thing. Yeah, Here's another course. one. Of course. John writes, speaking of Denver, Jokic is joining the great line of other token MVP winners that hang around to the second round to receive their MVP trophy, then get eliminated right after. What up, Harden, Giannis, and Westbrook? Does does feel like that's about to happen, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, that's probably going to happen. I mean, I, I was telling Funches this before we started the show. How good is that Denver squad if Jamal Murray's there? 
I mean, that's that's the one thing I will say. As we talk about the Lakers and what the future is going to look like the next couple of years, what what's the future going to look like for the Los Angeles Clippers? Tell you one one team you don't have to worry about their future. Uh, Denver's that's that's the team over the next three years in the Western Conference. As some of these teams get older, uh, Denver's the young crop kind of ready to take over in the Western Conference. Yeah, they're they're going to be – the West is getting better every single year. Remember when the idea was, well, LeBron's in the East, and, you know, mm-hmm. LeBron – and then he comes over here and he does his business, and it's just loading up all over again. Um, all right, let, let, let's do this. So I grew up in Arcadia. I am a proud uh, graduate of Arcadia High School, class of 1989. And uh, the home that I grew up in is directly behind the Los Angeles County Arboretum. Okay, Okay. I'm sure that a lot of people here in the city have been to the Arboretum. It's beautiful. There's trees and plants and ponds Mm -hmm. and animals and all of these things. One of the animals that is in the Arboretum are peacocks. And, you know, peacocks, like peacocks, big plume of feathers. They're beautiful. They have big white, or I'm sorry, blue heads. They're they're a very, very (laughs) beautiful animal. They are taking over Arcadia. They are taking over Pasadena because they're not caged. They're not like put in a cage. They can leave whenever they want. Peacocks, for those of you that don't know, can fly. Okay, so they can cover some distance. They're not like an eagle. They're not soaring through the air like a hawk, but they can fly. So they can get up in trees and they can fly over a freeway or whatever it is. They can they can fly. So and so what is it? So what does it mean? They're taking over. What what does that mean? They're in the way. And, and so this is the point. So this is, this is, to your point, what does it mean? Here's, here's what it means. They're pooping everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're making a huge mess. I, again, my house was right behind it. There was more peacock excrement than anything else in this neighborhood. They, they were, the, the neighborhood was lousy. That's one thing that you could, but you can kind of deal with it. Whatever, whatever. Here's the problem. Peacocks make noise, Slee. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? This well, is the noise. Let, let me add this. Let me add this. It says here in this article that there's hundreds of peacocks uh-huh. have been standing in homeowners' lawns, rooftops, mm-hmm. and casually uh, d- sitting or walking down the uh, sidewalks, yep. which I've seen them before in Pasadena. They are mm-hmm. all over the place, and they're beautiful. But, yeah, there are a lot of times I'm like, what the hell? It's the same crew, that same family that I saw <laughs> a week ago? Nope. Well, they yeah, reproduce. They're, uh-huh. you know, they're not quite rabbits, but peacocks make more peacocks. That's how it works. So where I, there's two, then there's four, then there's eight, then there's sixteen. That's just math, right? Okay, <laughs> so so what do you what am I what am I about to expect here? What's happening here? Because so, you have been very excited about something, and I'm I'm confused of where we're going here. So here's what it is. Not only do they make a mess with their droppings, and not mm-hmm. only do you have to you can't. It's a crime if you run them over in your car. You can't. You can't. Yeah, probably them. shouldn't do that. Yep. You yeah, shouldn't do, do any so of those. You just kind of have to let them be. Mm-hmm. which would be fine except for the noise that they make. And anybody that is in Pasadena or San Marino or Acadia or anywhere around there has heard this noise. Maybe you didn't even know what it was, but this is what it is. They go up into the trees, and then very early in the morning, they make this honk scream sound that sounds exactly like this. And they do it from the moment the sun comes up. You're thinking rooster. You're thinking other birds. They do it all morning long so while you're kind of starting to try to get your day started maybe you get to sleep in you get over and over there it is that's it that's the that's it 
That's that pretty is the close. Sound, that is the sound of my. I remember I moved from Phoenix, li- born in L.A. Moved I was to very, I was very nervous about the noise you were going to make. I almost, I actually turned down the volume a little bit. I'm like, I don't, I don't know where this is going. I, I know, I just know I'm going to get tweets saying, "Hey, Al, what the hell is going on right now, and why is Trav making that noise?" So here, Funch, play it again. Play this song from. Play the. I sleep right through it. No problem. Okay. Sleep right through it. So here, here it is. That's what they do. I've, I've heard it from the time I was 12 to the time I left for college every damn morning. When I first moved into that house, okay, I remember waking up going, there's a fight in the street. There's, there's, there's two, like, animals destroying each other in front of my house. Nothing, nothing makes this sound. I remember going to see- it's. It, it, I'm going to read a quote from the article. This is the worst quote I've ever read in my life. <laughs> Somebody describing the noise. They said, they wake me up at dawn. They sound like babies being tortured through a microphone, a very large microphone, and that's probably the start of my complaints. Uh, my, I, what do I do with that? <laughs> it's what they do. By the way, that's, I'm going to give myself some credit. That's pretty good. That's your best impression. It's <laughs> not. You, it's it's not, it, forget the impression. The fact that you're comfortable with saying I'm going to do that impression <laughs> on a microphone in yeah. LA is yeah. more impressive than the actual impression. Go go to the arboretum and go enjoy the beautiful scenery and mm-hmm. go take a look at the peacocks. And when you hear that sound, you'll be like, you know, Travis must be here. Tra- <laughs> Travis Travis visiting the old neighborhood and he's around. All right, so Peacock's taking over uh, Southern California. And, and and just one last thing, Slee. Yeah, yeah. There may or may not be a hole in the back fence that you can sneak through and go in and catch fish in the pond. I'm not saying that I ever did that. I'm just saying that when I was 13, there may or may not have been a hole in the back fence. That you <laughs> That's could actually walk pretty right cool that, that you – that was your backyard. Yeah. You That's go, pretty amazing. I, I'm not kidding. My friend Bob Richter and I, mm-hmm. and we would we would go – I think we'd actually climb the fence, but it's, it, there's barbed wire around most of it, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. And you could go right over. We'd take pencils, wrap fishing line around them, and go catch fish out of the pond. Come on, you're not, now. Sp- you're not supposed to do that, but we did. It was, it was the '80s. The rules were different. <laughs> not encouraged. It wasn't encouraged. No. no, I'm not. I'm not recommending that anybody go do this, but uh, that's a thing that uh, is happening. All right. So the Suns, silly last night. They looked really good. Does that make you feel any better about the fact that the Lakers are at home, knowing that Phoenix is a much better team than we thought they were? You know what's weird? First of all, it does not at all. I was telling Funch, I'm like, why am I so – why do I want Phoenix to lose so bad? And I do. And is it because they beat the Lakers, or is it because Denver's an underdog and I'd love to see Denver kind of – continue to have this storyline without uh without Jamal Murray but I'm watching the game yesterday I'm like Mike Malone call a freaking timeout what are we doing on offense here guys we got to regroup I mean literally watching the game as if I have some a dog in the fight or something along those lines <laughs> but but I will say the one thing I, I think it does with with Phoenix Suns are playing some great basketball that momentum that they got off the Lakers win is obviously carrying into this next series but at Travis Maybe it doesn't make me feel better because it's even more disappointing knowing that, man, if Anthony Davis was just healthy and you were up two games to one on Phoenix and you had a chance to go up 3-1 at Staples Center, you kind of kind of would have been just walking into the Western Conference Finals. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's the part that it doesn't make – sometimes people say, well, if that team won the championship and you lost against that team, then that should make you feel better, not making me feel better on this one. No, they they were better than Phoenix up until AD became unavailable. That I, I agree with you. It makes it actually worse, not better. Let's try a quick one here. 
our pal Manuel in Gardena. Manuel, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Oh, Slee, Stack, T. Raj. So, look, I was enthralled by the P-Foul talk, okay? Mm. I do a lot of work in PV Peninsula area, San Pedro area. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but these P-Foul run amok, dude. Like you're saying, and once dusk hits too, Trav, right? Yep, yep. I mean, they just start going at it. And then what you didn't mention was that these things drop turds like a 6'4 lineman. I mean, well, I holy like smokes, dude. No, but, Trav, come on. I know you've had some yard time where you're like, did some drunk stumble in here or was it a damn piece out? Because they they got these landmines, dude, that are just ridiculous. Beautiful yes. birds, though, right? Yes. No, I mean, they're very pretty. Th- thank you, Manuel. I hate to cut you off, but we're, we're kind of up against it here. You're, you're not wrong. They're, they're, uh, I love that all, Manuel just called to add to the peacock story. The, okay. To the peacock excrement component of the Look, they're big birds. This isn't a sparrow or even a crow or a seagull. It's the size of a huge turkey. Think of the biggest turkey you've ever yeah. seen. That's how big they are. So just do the math from there, and it's a, it's a little uncomfortable. The bunch of funch of munch of lunch is all coming up next. It's Travis Ensley, 710 ESPN. What do you got for us, Funch? All right, guys. Uh, last night, Inside NBA was on. Has Charles Barkley tried to make one of his infamous predictions, his guarantees? I don't know if you've been watching lately, but they have like a guarantee button, and every time he makes a guarantee or a prediction, they push it, and things start to happen, and some crazy craziness has goes he, on. Has he has he had a right prediction in the last <laughs> two years? I mean, I think the only prediction he had was like the Lakers losing to the Suns. I think. No. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, he had Blazers sweeping the Lakers last year. If you yeah. remember that. That's terrible. Uh, He's had some very interesting predictions. Okay, so what, what happened yesterday? So yesterday they, you know, he did another guarantee or whatever, and then, and when he pressed the button, like some kind of circus bit came out, you know, with a person on a unicycle, a juggler, <laughs> and also a lady brought out a huge like boa That's constrictor right. snake, That's and it was right. like eight that. to ten feet, where Charles Barkley jumped out of his chair and ran like I've never seen no man ever do. <laughs> It got me to think in the day if you guys have any fears of any animals, insects, or creatures. Slee? Not, not a fear, but, I mean, who's looking at a spider and saying, oh, that's a cute little guy right there. Bring this guy over. Get a couple more in here, you know? Um, I've never had – have you ever – Trav, have you ever had a – like that type, that size of a snake. You know, how some people will put it. They'll, yeah. they'll bring them out Venice and they'll put something. it around your Brit- neck or something Britney along Spears those lines. Comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Yeah. Have I you ever? Have, yes. But have you Not ever quite had that big? Yeah, I've had a little, you know, two foot snake around my neck. Yes. <laughs> I love it. My, my, Dude, my, this, the snake that they brought out yesterday was a linebacker. Okay. I mean, yeah, the thing no, was no, huge. I get that. I'm not putting that thing around my neck. Um, I have two. So there, there are. Many, many ways that I do not want to check out, but the number one way I don't want to check out is being consumed by an animal. That is one of my greatest fears. That I, I do not want to be eaten by. Do you an watch? Do you watch a lot of those like National Geographic? I, I, I am oddly drawn to them because look, they're going to. That's, not, get, that's not a good way to go. That's they're not, not going to get me. A snake can eat you out whole. A whole. A whole. A snake can eat you whole. I, Travis, a, a snake can me. swallow you. Well, it can, but I'd, I'd be a lot for a snake. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not too worried about that. But here's the two things that get me. Sharks, 
I live, you know, in California, which means the beach is available. And every time I go in the ocean, which is not frequently. But I is have that, that what you're thinking about the entire time? The entire time I'm in there. Oh, really? That yeah, that's bad. drones that fly everywhere and you can see how close they actually are to you. Sure. I'm more scared than ever. And every time I'll go for a hike, I think there could be a mountain lion in those bushes. It could happen. There I'm, could be a bear. It could happen. I do not want to get consumed by an animal. So, yes, Funch, I have fear of creatures. I am the, petrified of spiders. I, yeah, I was, I was going to say, those thi- the bigger animals, not as much of a fear. The uh, spiders, spiders are Spiders, like, right? I mean, those, in my house, I don't do bite. the spider killing. The, the, the lady spider does spider bite killing. spider is fine. It might hurt. You might have to get oh, a shot. Oh, come on. No, but it, what about the big, hairy ones? Let me, let me tell you something. I, I, went, I, went, I was in Hawaii. This was, I don't know how many years ago. And there was an area we went through. One of the drives was like straight jungle. Like you're going through just such a tropical climate, which is perfect for them. And every stop that we'd make, I'm telling you, if you decided not to walk on the actual road or the trail, bro, the webs and the spiders that were waiting for you. I'm like, yeah, this isn't a good idea. We should get out of here. Uh, (laughs) Indiana Jones movie. You'll uh, never see a shark or a mountain lion coming. It'll just be over before you even know it's That's started. a good thing. No, no. I, I'd rather not know. By the way, bears, yeah, they go camping and stuff like that. That's That one's a little creepy, pass. too. Alligators for me. What else, Fudge? Taylor. Oh, my. All right, guys. So we had a recent rash of inappropriate fan activity at NBA games with the guy that ran on the court during the Wizards six series and also the guy that threw the water bottle at Kyrie Irving during the Nets and Celtics series. Now, Brandon Turney of the Turney and Barber Show said for for the rude fans, their, their punishment should be let's give the NBA players 30 seconds to do whatever they want with these rude <laughs> fans. Now, guys, do you agree with this? And if not, what should we do about these rude fans? So no, uh, probably not gonna. Yeah, probably not gonna give him the thirty. Why not? Seconds. Wouldn't you like to see Kyrie Irving go one on one for thirty seconds with that guy to do a water bottle on him? Look, what it would do is it would empower idiots even more to do it because yeah, I want to go fight Kevin Durant. They'd lose, but they want to <laughs> fight him anyway. So that no, that's not a good. The way you do it, and this is the only way to do it, is you make it economically very painful for these. Hundred percent. Yeah. That you take their money. You don't ban them from the arena because that's functionally impossible. But if you if they got anything, that guy that poured the popcorn on Westbrook, right? Yep. Yeah. That guy, if you hit him with a fine that was a few thousand dollars, guess what? Yeah. The next guy's not doing it. Pouring popcorn on Russell Westbrook is not worth twenty five hundred dollars or five grand or whatever it is. Hit them in their pocket and it will stop. By the way, it was just kind of think about this. We haven't had fans filling up arenas in how long. So you got all these NBA games. I mean, the atmosphere, the environment's been crazy. Yesterday, listening to that Suns-Nuggets game or that Jazz-Clippers game or when the Knicks celebrated because they thought they just won a championship after they won a, you know, a game two against the Atlanta Hawks, the fan experience is amazing. It's so great to see fans back. Those idiots are – I think that was kind of a, a quick little phase. I don't think we're going to see much more of that, Trav. I, I think there was so much attention – towards what these fans were doing became a media story, maybe blown out of proportion, but you got to do that because once you take care of it, uh, you, you probably will have a more of a handle on it. I hope you're right, but I don't think you are. I think it's getting worse, not better. Still, I'd love to see Russell Westbrook and that guy just go 30 seconds and just see Russell. <laughs> maybe Westbrook. that's a paper. Maybe that's, that's the undercard that's it, for man. the hey, next, hey, the next I, Mayweather, I, Logan Paul. They do this more, again. More interesting than Nathan hey, listen, I'd pay 50 bucks for that. Yeah. <laughs> What's Taylor, next? Taylor. Taylor. You best not miss. 
All right, so we got another game here. A couple weeks ago, the NFL released their top-selling jerseys for the summer so far, and I want you guys to guess the first seven players on the list with Ooh. three strikes against you. And I'll give you guys the occasional clue. So go ahead, guys. Hit me with your shots. All right, so uh, we know Brady. Tom Brady, number three. We know Mahomes. The obvious Mahomes, ones there. Number six. So this is just during this most recent offseason? Yeah, this, is the this most list? recent offseason. you got to think really hard and, like, yeah. yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is not on the list. Ooh, he's not. Good, the, he's not a, on the top seven list. He's like on a top ten list. Okay. All right. How about Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson is not on the list at all. No. 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 Russell more. Wilson. Um, oh, I'm gonna take another stab. Is it Zach? The the guy that the the Jets took. Is it Zach Wilson? Is that his name? Zach Wilson is not on the list. All right. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Number seven. Number seven. Who, Think, wait, okay. Hold on. Stop right here. Who wants an Aaron Rodgers jersey that doesn't already have one? I got That's another it. one. This is the question I don't Come on, get. man. There's I one obvious one. pick, one obvious guy out there. Lamar. No. Man. Lamar Jackson is not oh, on the I got list. an idea. I got Dak. J.J. Watt. Dak. Dak. Damn, you guys are – that's more than three strikes. Just <laughs> well, one yeah. obvious guy. Come on, Dak, guys. It's He's not the Dak? story of the offseason. Oh, story of the offseason. Not Deshaun Watson. No. no. Not Julio Jones. No. What the, hell are, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Tebow. Tebow. Oh. Tebow's number one. Get I'm out done. of here. You guys finish this. BS. I'm out. I'm no out. way. No, are you serious? Still, yeah, I'm serious. Tebow no, is number one. Not. Tebow has two different jerseys that are number one and number two on the charts. I hate <laughs> sports fans. I hate them. Are you serious? This is the greatest thing I've ever what? heard. Funches, send me the link. I will, send me the link. Where do I get that jersey? Why? Don't why? know. Why? Guy might not even be on team in August. He's a legend. Tell me why? At remember what? that playoff what? game? <laughs> at what? What is he Mary? Tell me. Finish the sentence. Do you what remember? Is he at? Oh my! It's so many things. Where do I start? Did, did, we're we're gonna go spend how I don't know how much a jersey costs. A hundred bucks. We're gonna Probably, go spend a yeah. hundred bucks on a jersey because he's nice. Because he's polite. Get the out of here. That, that, Montana. That is so stupid. Tom Brady. Tim Tebow. Steve Young. These are the greats. Uh, rounding out. out the list, guys, Justin Fields, uh, Najee Harris, another rookie, and Justin Herbert. That's the worst list I've ever heard. That's no, top seven list. jerseys. I know. That's, it's that's just... a bad list. <laughs> that's a very bad list. All right. We got to talk about something else. We got to figure out what else we're going to do. Let's wow, talk about I was, this. I was kidding about Tebow. That, that's an absolute shocker that this dude is still. I don't want to talk about him. Don't hate I the don't... player. Hate the game. Just Look, hate the game. No, like just hate the, the people. Hate the people that are buying his jersey. Just be we upset like... at them. We like to have fun here. I'm not doing the Tebow thing. I cannot stand it. It makes my blood boil. It's so unbelievable. We should do. We should do just how you know we're doing. Um, we do Ashley at 9:45. Uh, we'll do the bunch of fun. You know we do all that. We should do something like what would Tebow do? And we just everything that we kind of some not, of the topics not that we be have. Good at football is that? Can that be the answer to every time we ask the question? What would Tebow do here? I don't know. Not be good at football. Legend. That, that's that's the answer to the question. What a so legend. Stupid. So stupid. All right, let's do this. Clippers are alive. Mm-hmm. Lakers are not. Where do the Clippers actually fall on the interest meter? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.